Newtson? What's up, Newtson? This is Two Guys Talking Golf. That's right, today it is, and today brought to you by Fujikura and the brand new Ventus and Ventus TR wood shafts. And listen, we have the AT&T Byron Nelson going on right now, and the, the so far this year, Ventus has been dominant on tour. At this point in the season, six of the top ten professional men's golfers in the world are using a Fujikura Ventus shaft in their woods, driver or fairway, which is crazy. Uh, on the DP World Tour and the recent Italian Open, Fujikura was the number one driver brand with 35% of the field and also number one wood shaft. And on the LPGA at the International Crown, Fujikura was the number one driver and wood shaft. 43.8% of the field used Fujikura driver shafts, and they won the count. So pretty impressive. Uh, dominant on tour. I know the Ventus stuff uh, is dominant on tour. is dominant in amateur bags like ours. It's just crazy. It's everywhere. So if you have not tried it yet, uh, you owe yourself uh, you owe yourself to go find uh, go to FujikuraGolf.com, find your local authorized dealer, your fitter. Go try out some Ventus shafts. Go try the Speeder NX, the Matori X uh, line. I mean, they've got a ton brand new Axiom iron shafts. So they got a ton of great shafts. Go try them out. But FujikuraGolf.com, find your local dealer and go try out some shafts because. Uh, they're, uh, they're all over the place, and there's a good reason for it. They're darn good. So, uh, yeah, we've got an episode today. It's uh, TG1, I guess. Uh, we've got uh, our boy Tursky under the weather, I guess, when you're a world travel- traveler like he is, or I guess national traveler or PGA Tour traveler. Uh, you tend to uh, catch a few bugs on those metal tubes we call airplanes. So, unfortunately, the boy is uh, is down, and uh, we've got to, you know, we've we got to keep going, though. We got The show must go on, as they say in show business, and uh, we got to keep rocking. So we're going to go through some of the stuff with ATT Byron Nelson. I know Tursky, Greg Moore, they got tons of picks, a bunch of what's in the bag, some kind of interesting stuff that's uh, popped up uh, in, a, in a bunch of bags. So uh, I definitely want to talk about them. I'm super interested in a lot of it. We'll just uh, have to do it without uh, Tursky's sweet, melodious voice. And if you're watching this on YouTube, um, at you know if you, if you want to watch this on YouTube, Golf the BRX Radio, uh, you won't see his smiling face either. So just me today. Uh, unfortunately, I miss my boy, but... Hoping him uh, the best. Hopefully he gets better soon, and we should be back uh, back at it again next week. But uh, sometimes you just gotta, you know, you gotta take some rest and and heal up. But uh, yeah, AT and T Byron Nelson, a uh, huge deal. Uh, kind of a a big tournament. Bunch of equipment. Kind of. I don't know if you want to call them changes or you know anything like that. But a lot of kind of you know different and new stuff out on the field. I'm not going to have any quotes from any of these guys uh, like Tursky sometimes sometimes does, but I uh, definitely want to talk about some of the stuff that we've uh, we've seen here at the AT&T. So the first thing I want to jump into, interesting to see Hideki with a new putter. I know the joke is always Hideki has, you know, 20 graphite design DI shafts uh, around his bag. He's always got, uh, you know, different or new putters and things like that. But uh, got a brand new putter again uh, this week at the AT&T. And he's sticking with kind of uh, what they call the T2, or, well, it's stamped T2, which is the Timeless 2, which is the Timeless 2 is kind of a a version of the Newport 2 that you and I can buy uh, at retail. It's the Tour version, and it it typically has just some slight changes to it, uh, and guys like Hideki could probably ask for whatever changes they want. Uh, If they want something where they want the top line a little thinner, or they've got, you know, slightly softer bumpers, whatever, they're going to be able to get uh, pretty much whatever they want uh, from Scotty, especially a guy at Hideki's caliber. But this one here going all black. Uh, I haven't, I don't remember seeing an all black putter from him in recent uh, versions. All the, the new putters that we've seen from him have typically been silver 
finishes, you know, with, with pretty minimal stampings and uh, cherry bombs, things like that. Um, but we're into a black butter this time, so a T2 in black. Really not a whole lot uh, going on with it in terms of crazy stamps or sight lines or anything like that. I mean, he keeps it pretty simple. Uh, but yeah, the, the time was two. A little taller face, a little wider front to back, uh, you know, from face to back. And uh, they do soften up the bumpers a little bit compared to a retail Newport 2. And and that's just a generalization. Like, a, you know, Hideki can ask for whatever he wants. And again, I'm no Cameron, like, tour expert. I know there's Circle T guys out there who know every little thing. I'm probably only hitting part of the timeless, uh, you know, difference between Newport 2 and a timeless 2. Um, but times 2 head shape, really simple. He's going with this the single sight line on the flange, which... Is pretty much his his go-to. I mean, it seems like that's what most of his putters are. Uh, just that, nothing on the top line. Uh, the cavity is pretty simple as well. It's got just a circle T in it. Uh, the, the HM, so his uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, I'm assuming the, the his initials, the HM, and then T2 for Timeless 2. So pretty pretty standard there. The stamps are decent size. The letters are. Uh, I would say they're probably a little bigger than one eighth inch. Um, they're probably they, or they might be about an, an eighth inch. They might be a little bigger than the. Uh, the standard and then on the toe side or the heel side bumper hideki is stamped in there again finished in red so the whole thing you know black and red pretty simple uh, on the face he's got that, st that that super shallow mill like he has uh you know had on, on previous putters uh he probably likes a little maybe firmer feel maybe a slight bit more click uh to it because the shallower milling is going to give you a little firmer feel, a little more audible sound, but it's going to give you better responsiveness as well. Cause you're going to know where you hit it on the face. Uh, not that he misses all that often, but like for you and I, we would definitely get a little more uh, responsiveness. And then over on the heel side, he's got the Scotty, Scotty Cameron and horizontal text. Cause I know they've done some verticals uh, like tigers is a vertical Scotty Cameron. Uh, this one's a horizontal and then the circle T uh, done in red. So really, really simple there. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. And then on the sole, uh, just 350. Uh, that's all that's on the sole. Totally blank sole, which a lot of tour putters have kind of gone that route before where they have kind of blank soles. It's interesting that his just says 350, nothing else. It doesn't say timeless. It doesn't uh, say if it's a, an SS stainless steel or an SSS stainless steel or a GSS stainless steel. So it doesn't really say which is which, but just a blank sole with a red 350 uh, stamped into it. And then you've got a a dancing Cameron studio design grip in black. So the old studio design grip that's been around forever. It's super thin, super small. I think Scotty on their site, uh, when I was looking, looking it up, they said something, it's uh, uh, you know, something like the, the, the perfect feel or something like that. It transmits the most feel. So a lot, a lot of, you know, a thinner grip, some guys like that uh, in their hands. Uh, the thinner grips also, again, transfer more vibration to your hands. So you're going to, again, get better feedback uh, from the putter. But really interesting, and, and like I said, no markings if it's a, a German stainless steel or a, I guess, surgical stainless steel or studio stainless steel. The the SSS marking, I've heard both ways. Uh, and when I was kind of Googling it, uh, it looks like it was, you know, old, the older style was revered, referred to as studio stainless steel, and now it's surgical stainless steel. But they're both the same thing. Uh, so not sure which one it's made out of. Uh, I would say a guy of Hideki's caliber. GSS tends to be a little bit rarer for full putter builds, uh, but a guy of like Hideki, major winner, all that, if he wants a GSS, I'm pretty sure he can get it. But uh, pretty interesting. It'll, it, it, he did have it in play on Thursday. I remember seeing just, I didn't want, I unfortunately wasn't catching much of the tournament because I was working, but I uh, saw some highlights on, on like Instagram and stuff, and it, it was in the, in the starting position. He had it uh, in the bag, but... 
interesting look. Hideki, always interesting to see what he has in the bag. Always interesting to see the new stuff. And he is no stranger to swapping stuff out. Personally, I like the putter. I, uh, you know, I, I kind of use, I wouldn't say something similar, but uh, my Betonardi is a little wider face to back and has a little more squared off. Uh, the BB-8W has a little more squared off bumpers and stuff like that. So when you look at it at a dress, I like the look of it. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's a solid looking, you know, s- a simple putter. So it's uh, nothing too crazy, but Hideki with a new one. So far, uh, he's there and been using it. At least he was on Thursday. I haven't looked to see how great or poorly he's been doing. I think he was doing well earlier in the year or earlier in the day uh, yesterday, but I have not uh, checked up on him yet. I guess I could pull that up and see kind of where he's at uh, on the leaderboard uh, right now. But uh, we've got you know, Scheffler at the top, but let's see if we can find out, uh, you know, where Hideki is. And, and hopefully it's not too much of a, a spoiler for you. And, uh, if it does, well, he's not, uh, yeah, I don't see where he is. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to bore you guys while I look it up and, uh, and find it unless I can find it like in the next like two seconds. But he, uh, is, boy, it's just like, Matsuyama, he's, uh, tied 35th at five under. So, not doing horrible at five under, but uh, tied thirty fifth is uh, tough with Scotty Scheffler at fourteen under, as of Friday afternoon as I'm recording this. So, uh, but Hideki brand new, you know, T two prototype, uh, and we always call them prototypes because we don't necessarily know what you know they're not made for mass uh, consumption or mass you know selling. So we just kind of call them prototypes when we do. But it's just a timeless two. Uh, another very coveted tour putter because uh, it is the essential kind of tour putter i think uh, i would say that if tiger didn't have his necessarily like name on him like i mean tigers is the the goat of all putters that's for sure but i think if you take P- tiger's putter the most popular head shape that everybody wants if you're a tour putter type collector is the scotty cameron 009 so the 009 is just one of those head shapes that's been talked about debated loved hated everything for so long now uh it's one i remember when i first started kind of getting into you know equipment and getting deep into it and hanging out on you know golf wrx and some other sites the 009 was all everybody talked about was could they you get a 009 at retail what was the closest and people were able to pick out some of the most minute details between a putter that looked like a 009 and an actual 009 and it, it was pretty amazing to see how uh you know how into it uh, people are, but the 009 has been around a long, long time. Speed uses a 009, a handful of other guys on tour, and it's it's based off the Newport, which the new Scotty Cameron Newport head is the little more rounded, little softer look, where the Newport 2, which is kind of what Tiger uses or a version of it, uh, is the more squared off uh, putter head. Uh, uh, sharper edges, more squared off, a little larger uh, the, is is the, the Newport 2. Uh, and then, and again, now on tour, it's kind of called the timeless a lot. The uh, but the the zero zero nine is huge still on tour. A lot of guys play it. A lot of people, if you're a collector of you know tour putters, try to get a zero zero nine in their hands. And a lot of people also try to find putters that look very similar to zero zero nines because people like the the look a lot. And uh, Cody Gribble had two zero zero nine putters on the putting green. Uh, if you Go to golfthebrx.com. You can kind of check out the little article we, we did for it. And uh, he's got two. And they're both 
really, really cool. And it's interesting because usually with lefties, I, I kind of don't like, and I, and, and I don't want to sound like mean or anything, but I don't like looking at lefty clubs necessarily because they just look different and they look kind of off. And for whatever reason, a double a zero zero nine in, in lefty still looks pretty darn good. <laughs> it's still still pretty solid. Uh, he's got two though, one in a kind of a, a bronzish uh, finish and one in a silver finish. And our our own Greg Moore, who was out on tour, who took all the photos of these, did confirm that the bronze one is carbon steel, silver one is stainless steel. So he's got two different versions. And you know between carbon and stainless steel, there's there's debate on. Which one's softer, which one's firmer, and everything like that. Uh, there's uh, a lot of people who will say, you know, uh, a, 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 a carbon steel putter is a little bit softer if you have the exact same milling and uh, and the same head shape, everything all, you know, equal. And then there's other people who will say stainless. And, and that's where when you get into putters and golf and, you know, the, the feel is so subjective of, of what you like to feel of. Cause some people will like some, you know, one thing and, and some person will not like another. And it doesn't mean either one's right or wrong or bad. It's just what you like. Um, carbon steel. It, it's interesting. I was a huge carbon steel guy for, for a while when I was, when I was kind of in the deep hole of putters and I was kind of collecting some Camerons and, and stuff like that. I never had anything that collectible, but I had like six of them. Uh, I had some stainless steel ones. I had some carbon steels. And for the most part, I always thought that, you know, the carbon steel was what I liked. And then I think it was uh, the Studio Stainless, which is funny. We'll talk about Studio Stainless in a little bit. Um, I had a Studio Stainless Newport Beach, which is the one with the sound slot. And I thought that was like extremely soft. So, you know, the head shape and, and all that is going to manipulate the feel a little bit. But all things, you know, considered equal, a lot of people will say carbon steel is a little bit softer than stainless steel. And again, you can manipulate that with head shape and sound slots and milling and, and all that. But uh, he's got a really cool uh, bronze finish, 009. It's interesting. It almost looks, it, you know, there was a comment in uh, the photos on the forums that said, you know, I really like the oil can finish of that. And I was like, wow, is it an actual oil can? Because an oil can finishes are typically brown. But a lot of oil can finishes have a little more kind of, other colors in there you'll see a little hues of purples and blues and uh and some golds and things like that in, in in most oil cans and this one it just looks too uniform to be to me to maybe be an oil can uh again if you're a you know scotty cameron expert if you jump on golfthebricks.com you can see there's a uh, a cody gribble article on the front page that has both putters listed to me it almost looks like it's some type of like really deep bronze chromatic bronze you know the chromatic bronze they use is kind of more a little bit more gold i wonder if they you know did something to make that finish a little bit more um a little bit more a, a little darker because it's it's definitely more of a, a pure bronze or it's, it's almost like a, a patinaed copper a little bit uh, but a very cool color i really like it it's not rust um it's not like uh, jordan speeds where it's uh you know that rust patina type finish it, it's definitely something that was applied on purpose um, the face is really cool. It's got the, the, the dancing Scotty Cameron horizontally circle T in the heel. And then, uh, on the far right, it has Gribbs uh, put on there as well. So he's got his name on it. Uh, single sight line on the top line. That's it. Just a single white sight line. Flange is naked. Nothing there. Really clean look at a dress. And, and, you know, as I said, big fan of what it looks like. Even in lefty, you can look down at it and appreciate, uh, what you have there. Uh, tons of lead tape on the bottom. Whole sole is covered in lead tape. And then uh, the back cavity has the Titleist stamping on the toe side bumper. 
the 009 stamping on the heel side bumper. And then the center one has uh, the smiley face, a circle T crown, and then the Scotty dog. Uh, so, and it's done basically red and, red and white are the two colors that they've done them in. Uh, steel shaft, standard steel shaft, and the Scotty Cameron dancing no cord grip, which is the same one that, uh, uh, what is it, like Justin Thomas moved to uh, in a few tournaments ago. He tried that thing out. Uh, really popular grip. And even with the collectors and stuff, uh, it seems in the forums, a lot of people who've had that grip, really liked it, thought it felt really good. I've actually never held one. It actually came out, well, I, I probably have because it came out with the 2012 California series. That was the grip that was stock on there. And I remember those putters, and I probably did hold and roll one, but, uh, you know, 2012 was a long time ago, and if it was just in a shop, uh, you know, I probably didn't have a, a whole lot of uh, whole lot of time with it. Uh, and then the milling on the face is pretty shallow. It's uh, it, it, it's nothing too uh, it's nothing too different. The two putters are different in terms of the the milling, but the they are they look to be similar depths. <clears throat> the the bronze finish one just seems to be a little tighter pattern. I, I don't know if they run the miller faster or slower, but it seems to be a little kind of tighter circles uh, that run through it, where the uh, the silver putter, the stainless putter, is a little more spread out. So. Not sure the difference in feel in those, uh, or if there'll be a big difference. Uh, but again, the carbon steel one, all bronze. I really like the look. Uh, and then you jump into the the silver finish one, which is stainless steel. And uh, again, this one here, when you look at it, there there is no marking on if it's a German stainless steel, a GSS, or a surgical stainless steel SSS. It might be on the sole, but the sole, much like its uh, other one covered in lead tape so you're not gonna be able to see it it's got a, a hefty amount of lead tape on the sole uh, you know Tursky and i love guys who uh, who go with the, the the lead tape and go heavy with it but uh the silver one a little more a little more reserved a little more subtle uh again white you know a single white sight line on the top line uh, nothing on the flange flange is naked and uh, a little less stamping on this one too in the cat back cavity it's basically a circle t and then a 009.m the dot M is stands for masterful, and from what I've been told and read and all that, masterful putters are ones that Scotty started using a five-axis mill, which is a mill that can do much more rotation and things like that, and it did a much more precise job of machining these heads, therefore requiring much less like hand polishing after they were done to get them into final spec uh, to, to be plated or you know finished in whatever way and stamped. Uh, so the Masterful series is just milled to a, you know, a very tight tolerance on a slightly more advanced machine, and that's the kind of the difference. They also have slightly taller, they, they can have slightly taller bumpers, uh, and this one it looks to maybe be slightly taller. It's, it's kind of hard to tell, but they could be just slightly taller bumpers, and uh, as some people describe it as the, the shoulders of the, the club. Uh, and then also they, they tend to be just a little thicker, the flange, the hair thicker. Uh, they're just a slightly beefier version than a, than a standard 009. Uh, typically from everything I've kind of seen with, you know, putters that have a little more mass, a little, little uh, more metal to them, they tend to feel a little more solid. Uh, now these, um, I, I, you know, it'd be interesting to know the difference uh, between the two uh, in terms of feel. But unless, uh, unless we can get some word from Tursky or, or Greg, we probably won't know exactly. Uh, the face on here, again, a little different mill. It's a little more spaced out. It still doesn't look super deep. Uh, and then this one here has got really large Scotty Cameron horizontal uh, on the heel, but it's really big. And then Cody uh, over on the far end of the toe and much, much smaller stamping uh, tech. So it almost, um, I wish because I have, I, I just can't reach them. It's probably like, 
an eighth inch uh, over on the heel and then like something like you know one sixteenth or whatever the next size down is uh, over on the toe but but definitely smaller uh, at address still a good looking putter uh, you know just really clean really simple uh, both of them you know look to have st- kind of standard plumber's necks i know you can see some zero zero nines that'll have uh, like flow necks or i think they've even had a couple with like a like a double bend shaft it's not super popular but uh, we've seen them with long necks with shorter necks with flow necks uh, the number the zero zero nine head can can have kind of a handful of uh, of different different necks that go with it. Both of these just straight plumber's neck, uh, or if you call them crank necks, uh, either one. And I like with the tour putters a lot that they kind of bevel the the edges uh, on the, on the necks, especially the back. Now the silver, the masterful, definitely has even a more kind of rounded off. Like when you look at the hosel, it's not the the edges aren't near as sharp. They're much more rounded off, much softer. Uh, I kind of like that look. Uh, it it doesn't it does make the neck look maybe just a touch thinner uh, at at a dress, but I, I just like the look of it. I think it just gives it kind of a, something unique. It looks a little different than uh, you know kind of the stuff you saw at retail or some of the other uh, our tour putters. I just I just kind of like that little touch that they would finish the uh, the the necks like that. So two really really nice zero zero nines, uh, both lefties because because. Uh, 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 Gribble's a, a lefty, but um, both really good-looking putters, and I really love the finish. I, I need to find out more, like have Tursky or Greg or somebody find out more about that that kind of uh, patina or bronze finish because it is, it does look really good. I hope we see some more putters with that because uh, it's it, it's really sharp, and it, like I said, doesn't look like oil can to me. It looks it looks definitely something that's a little more consistent, a little more almost plated on. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, that putter and maybe we'll get a, a few shots of it later in the year like is, if it's new like does it rust like is it a finish that'll wear a little bit and carbon steel uh, will rust will kind of patina as you play it as it oxidizes where stainless won't it'll be interesting to see if that uh, we see that putter later in the year and it's got you know some type of patina or some type of rust uh, building up on it somewhere if he decides to use it but uh, excuse me cody gribble two really really nice uh zero zero nines uh, and then we'll get into, uh, uh, you know, I guess a, a final or a third or final uh, Circle T putter that is uh, extremely interesting, and that is the one of uh, Roger Sloan. So Roger Sloan at the AT&T, uh, Byron Nelson, uh, ping guy, ping staffer, has a T100's TSR uh, or, or TSI3 driver uh, in the bag. Nothing too crazy. I mean, most of the title staffers, you don't see that, anything too wild. He does have a, um, what is it? I think an Evo 2, a uh, Fujikura Speeder 757 Evo 2, which was the blue one, which I think was the lowest launching one they made. He does have that, a shaft that you just don't see that often anymore. Old school, still rocking the TSI 3, um, but uh, kind of interesting to see that shaft because I haven't seen it. I feel like I haven't seen it in a long, long time, uh, but it is rocking the TSR TSR 3. Uh, fairway wood with a Ventus Red TR8X. So uh, kind of a big boy shaft there. Um, the rest of his uh, his his bag is pretty standard. Uh, you an old U5 older U500 three iron with a uh, MMT 90TX, and then uh, T100s with some AMT white. Uh, it looks like S400s, which is interesting that he plays kind of uh, you know X100 and everything else, and then the irons are uh, S you know S400. Uh, then rocks some SM9s. I love the fact that he rocks an SM9s. One of them has, you know, Calgary Flames. And they kind of did a yellow to red kind of fade uh, on the paint fill, which is really cool. Uh, and, you know, hockey guys are always uh, always usually pretty cool guys on tour. 
But the most interesting thing is going to be his putter, which is which what it looks like. And again, I'm not a Scotty Cameron, you know, tour expert by any means, but it looks like a Delmar two, which the Delmar two was Scotty's variation of the Ping B60, which the B60, if you look at the putter and you were to hold it kind of at the address position, it looks like a B. It's the straight uh, line where the face is and the top line. And then it basically has kind of two humps on the right. And it looks like a B if you're setting it, you know, put it up uh, in the air. His is a, a little more aggressive than a Delmar II. Like they, they had a Delmar II long neck that had a very similar uh, B shape to it. But it wasn't as pronounced as this one. Uh, there's definitely a, a harder radius from toe to the center and then, you know, from center back out to heel. Uh, the, you know, greater indentation in the center, you know, bigger curves on it compared to the the Delmar 2 that I don't know I, I think it was something that you could get it was one of those probably you know experimental pieces that they released it out uh kind of like they did uh they did like I think an old Terillium long neck uh the the Delmar 2 was actually a, a Terillium model uh as well but really interesting putter it, instead of having a flow uh, a crank neck or a, a plumber's neck or anything like that it's got a, a flow neck to it so it's about it looks like a half shaft offset flow neck uh, should have some decent toe hang or toe flow to it. That toe should hang down pretty far, and then uh, yeah, just an old thing. But it's it's in great shape. I do have to say, like the 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 black finish that it's finished in is starting to wear off on some of the edges, but it doesn't have any like major dings or anything like that. The sole, he definitely is kind of a heel up putter, a little bit like Stricker, because if you look at the wear on the sole, uh, the toe is kind of worn pretty heavily, and as it kind of fades to more black uh, as you get to the heel, so I think the toe. Kind of, you know, toe-down putting, heel-up putting uh, a little bit for for Roger. And then uh, he's got a unique kind of like little T sight line. So he's got a single sight line on the on the flange uh, right down the dead center where the two kind of uh, arcs meet or two curves meet. And then he's got uh, just half, about half of the back side of the top line is uh, done as well in white. So looks like a T for alignment. The face on it has a little deeper million than the other couple putters we've looked at. Uh, I would I would consider it kind of the middle of the road range, a mid-depth. So it should be a little softer feeling, uh, a little more muted. It's got the dancing Scotty Cameron uh, text horizontally and then a circle T in the heel. So both those. Uh, the the back cavity is interesting. It's got the, the smiley face of the crown uh, stamped in it. And then it's got the peace stick figure, which it's a peace sign for the head, stick figure body. And then a crown on that one as well, which one of the comments I think in the forum was said that that's a, a pretty rare stamp. Uh, you don't see that a whole, whole lot. Um, uh, I, again, I, I'm not that familiar with those stamps to know if it really is or isn't. Uh, and then you have the uh, Scotty dog out on the toe in the uh, in that cavity. So pretty interesting looking putter, pretty cool. Not something that I could probably ever putt it with. I'm going to assume it's got way too much toe hang. But a pretty cool piece. And then, again, you're looking at the dancing uh, Cameron Studio Design black rip. That looks pretty slick. It's, uh, it's It looks pretty shiny, pretty slick. I feel like that one's probably been on there a while. But if it's something that, that you know, Roger's comfortable with, he probably doesn't want to change it. Do, uh, you know, again, much thinner grip, a lot of feel to it. But a very interesting bag that mixes a lot of new and old uh, throughout it, and that putter is uh, is one that is pretty cool, and probably one that's not going to leave anytime really soon, just because it seems like, uh, you know, if he's had it in this long, it ain't broke, don't fix it, but a very cool one there, and that is, uh, you know, Roger Sloan's uh, putter, and again, there's no markings on the sole either, sorry, the sole's got some wear, there's no markings with 
you know, the putter name, anything like that. So it doesn't say Delmar 2 or anything like that. It just kind of looks like it. So that's why I'm going to kind of consider it a Delmar 2 prototype. But, um, you know, if you're someone who is, you know, more knowledgeable in it, please uh, jump into the uh, Golf the Burex uh, forums and, and update us on what that, that, that head shape is because I'd love to know more about it. It's just it's just a really cool putter. And, you know, knowing more about it would be pretty awesome. And uh, another putter, and again, I guess this is kind of like the Scotty Cameron show in a way. Um, I just kind of, I didn't really put these in any chronological order, really. I just kind of pulled these things up so I could talk about them. Um, but, uh, if you look over Bobby Massa and I'm hoping I'm not butchering his name, I think we misspelled it accidentally when we first put up the post. So apologize to Bobby. That's, that's, you know, we didn't mean to do that, but, uh, Bobby, Bobby Massa, who, uh, I guess is a great amateur player. I didn't know much about him until I started looking into his bag and looking into him, but I guess uh, a great player hits it a ton um, before we get into his uh, his putter, very interesting what's in the bag in terms of he's got a OG Sim driver. So a Sim uh, OG Sim with uh, the weight set dead center. And then he has a Project X Hazardous Green Hulk in PVD green, small batch, 80 TX. So 6.5 TX, 80 gram in the driver, small batch. Um, just a Super heavy, super stiff shaft uh, in a nine degree head that I think is set one, maybe one click higher. I, I think it's either higher or lower, one click. Um, but just, you know, it's a pretty heavy, really stout shaft to play in a driver. So he uh, he must bring some heat. And some of the comments uh, down below that, that know a lot more about Bobby say that, that he really does... Uh, uh, bring some heat when he plays and, and his club head speed is, is pretty darn high. So, um, he's a Texas boy, I guess, but, uh, has a, a crazy heavy driver. And then he goes into an OG SIM titanium three wood. So the original SIM titanium three wood with a graphite design tour AD DI eight X with a grip that looks like his dog may have chewed the end of it. Um, <clears throat> and it is, a big chunk just missing out of the grip. Uh, it is just like it's been ripped. Uh, you can see the tape underneath the double-sided tape, and it's right under where it says Golf Pride, and then there's just a big chunk out of it. Uh, again, I guess if the grip's working, why change it unless you need to? But uh, a, a heavy boy there, and then he's playing some 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 you know older tailor-made stuff. He's playing the previous gen uh, P7MCs uh, with some C taper 130Xs, which I think you know we all kind of assumed it would be something crazy heavy and crazy stiff. Uh, and then he's playing the uh, the original mill grind uh, wedges uh, in kind of that antiquish uh, blackish finish, but the imi- original ones there, and it looks like he's playing, uh, you know, some. Uh, oh, he's playing the the prototype uh, 125, the WV 125 uh, wedge shafts uh, in in some of those, and then he's got a 60 SM9. But then he's got to go to putters, and the guy has a Scotty Cameron Studio Stainless retail studio stainless like not a tour putter no circle tees nothing a uh, a retail scotty cameron studio stainless newport 2.5 which i think is from 2000 like 4 2006 it's it's pretty old putter in great shape no real big dings no real real scratching still looks like it has the original paint fill in it overall just a really sharp putter now the grip on the other hand also looks to be original a dancing cameron studio design in black, and it looks super shiny, like it is, you know, is real slick, and there's actually a chunk of rubber missing out of the very butt end of it, and you can see the steel shaft showing through on the grip, which is just, just amazing. (laughs) He's got uh, that grip on there, 
uh, but a very cool putter. I loved the Studio Stainless design, and seeing his kind of made me almost like go on eBay and start searching Studio, uh, the Studio Stainless line, because it was a, a really, really cool putter made of 303 stainless. Again, Newport 2 had going to be uh, be a little longer heel to toe, going to have a little uh, more squared off, larger bumpers. Uh, and then the 2.5, meaning it has just a little bit kind of a, of, of a little bit of a flow neck uh, to it. It's a short flow neck, has Scotty on the backside kind of uh, milled into it, but offers a little more toe hang than the uh, than, than the, the plumber's neck version did. So somebody wants a little more toe flow through the stroke, uh, the 2.5 was kind of an option there. Single sight line on the flange, just done in white, nothing too crazy. Uh, the bottom sole has the cool Scotty, Scotty Cameron Studio Stainless and the little like... I don't know what it was, but it's like the line with like little dots that come off it, uh, and they're yellow, red, blue, and green, but a really cool putter, and it's cool to see a retail Cameron in there. Now, I guess he did pick up from the putting green uh, a Terillium, a Terillium Masterful, uh, or a, well, it's a, yeah, button-back Masterful that he did pick up, which is kind of in between a, a Newport and Newport 2 a little bit. The bumper's a little larger, but a little more rounded. Um but he's got a masterful that he picked up uh, with a trillium insert, a button back, uh, and a baby T-grip that he did kind of uh, snag off the putting green. But he doesn't necessarily get to keep it. Our Greg Mork, I guess, kind of caught up with uh, the title of this guy because a lot of the people in the forums were saying, uh, uh, you know, like, oh, I would just go and grab a bunch of putters out of the, the thing, um, out of Scotty Cameron's, you know, bag, take all the circle tees I could. And I guess Greg Moore caught up and said, you know, he, he could have it, if, but if he wasn't going to put it in play, you know, then he would have to return it back. So uh, pretty interesting uh, that those guys don't get to just go clean out, uh, you know, clean out the, the, the Scotty Cameron uh, staff bag that's on the putting green and just take whatever they want. If they're not going to play it, uh, then they've got to put it back, which is uh, uh, pretty interesting. Uh, you know, it was always interesting, a guy who's a Monday qualifier, um, like Bobby, like, you know, what do they do in terms of equipment if they do want to get something new or change something out? <clears throat> but I would assume also that if you're not, if you're a Monday qualifier, you're probably played really well to get in there. Why would you want to change up what you just played really, really well with, uh, you know, in this tour event? So, but a very interesting bag. Like I said that that driver setup is just vicious. I mean, you got to bring some speed, uh, and then uh, you know, a, a cool to see a retail Scotty uh, on there because you just don't see that many retail Scotties when you start looking at what's in the back photos. You just don't see that many. They're all typically, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, typically circle tees of some sort. So. Um, so in this case, I'm going to get into one more Scotty Cameron circle T because I've got one more and then I've got another putter. But if I, if we, if we're doing all these Scotties, let's just roll through them. Uh, and the next one would be, uh, Trevor Cohn at the, at the AT&T. Uh, he's a, a titleist staffer as well. Has a, basically a, a tour fastback 1.5, uh, a Trillium tour one, tour fastback 1.5. Uh, so he's got the one with a Trillium insert and there was, there was a version of this made for, uh, for retail, I don't. It was kind of under that um, kind of the red, white, and blue kind of you know short series they did. One of the guys in our, in our office actually has uh, this putter, uh, the retail version, and it's a, a a really cool putter. He putts really well with it, but has a soft really insert. Has a really cool uh, bankroll head cover. I had to Google bankroll. They are a head you know a pretty I think new head cover company, but they've got a, a head cover that looks like a Krispy Kreme uh, box. And it basically has uh, you know putt for dough and a picture of a, uh, a a donut on it and all that, which is pretty cool. Uh, I like the look of that. But his terillium insert on this putter, it's an all black putter, terillium insert, which terillium is kind of like a, a, a copper or bronze uh, alloy, 
and uh, he's got a good wear mark right in the center. And it's hard to tell, like, was it something that was, like, dinged up or whatever, or, you know, dinged up or, uh, you know, just hit against something, or has it been, like, you know, an actual wear mark? And it actually looks to be a wear mark. Uh, the more I zoom into it, it just looks like there's a bunch of little marks in that dead center spot. And uh, I think this guy just puts with it so much that he's had a little wear mark right in the center. A little bit of green patina starting on the very right-hand side of the uh, the insert. And, uh, you know, the the circle T on the right-hand side, even the black uh, finish is starting to kind of wear off and almost patina as well, which is pretty interesting. Uh, if you look at the sole on it, it's pretty much gone to majority silver. <clears throat> that aluminum center sole plate is still primarily black, but the rest of the putter uh, is starting to change its way back to silver. Uh, this one here, he, it looks like he's running twin 10 gram weights in the bat in the bottom. Uh, but yeah, this is basically a, a, it's kind of in between a mallet and a blade. Uh, it, it basically, it's a, you know, it comes off in the face and then it goes to, it's kind of a rounded, you know, mallet look, but, uh, it has kind of bumpers just like a blade. It, it's a little bit in between single sight line on the flange, nothing too crazy there. Little slant neck. Uh, and the difference between slant neck and a flow neck, typically a slant neck is just comes off at an angle. It tends to be a little bit shorter than a flow neck. That isn't always the case, uh, but a little slant neck coming off there, about half shaft offset. And, uh, you know, the dots in the back uh, that have that, uh, uh, like, silicone caulk that uh, that Scotty uses to kind of, you know, soften up that uh, that insert a little bit so it's not just directly metal on metal and, and any room for vibration there. Um, the also interesting thing is if you look really closely, we've got a shot of the heel of it. And the heel actually has like some wear. Like, I don't know if he uses, um, you know, a, a putting training aid or something like that that actually rubs against uh, some type of, you know, piece of plastic or wood or something like that. But it almost actually has a little wear in the heel, like he's been rubbing it, you know, against some type of putting aid uh, on the putting green. But really good looking putter. It also has. Uh, what everybody's kind of assuming is, is a new tour only uh, matador grip. Kind of looks like a, 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 a super stroke flat, so a little bit. Really flat top rounded back and uh kind of oversized as well it's got the four tour you know the circle t and the tour use only markings on it uh, but it might be a newer version i guess uh, of the the matador grip that was available to uh, to us uh from what uh, a lot of the comments in the in the forum uh say but uh, a pretty cool putter you can tell that uh trevor's been using it and it uh, it gets a lot of love it's uh, something that doesn't look like it's switched out very very often but a very uh, cool putter from uh, from trevor comb and then the last putter, uh, or actually the last what's in the bag, there's some interesting things in this bag that kind of will kind of hit on all of them. Uh, the first one being, this is going to be uh, Harry Hall. Uh, he's playing at the AT&T Pro-Am, or AT&T uh, Byron Nelson. And really interesting setup that it looks like he's playing two drivers. Uh, and I don't have confirmation that they're both in play, but he's got two very different setups uh, in driver. So he's got twin, two Paradigm triple diamond heads. Uh, one of them is a nine-degree head, and it's set minus two and neutral and he's got the green dot adapter which allows you to go down two. so they make a Callaway makes a an adapter that you can buy if you go online you can buy it uh, but they make an adapter that goes down two degrees instead of just down one most adapters go down one they do make one that goes down two and only goes up one so it's a plus one minus one minus two and he's got this nine degree set in minus two and he's playing a Ventus Black 7X and then he's got a, another triple diamond 10-5 head that is set in the upright setting, so the, the draw, but upright setting, standard loft, uh, with a Ventus Blue 6TX. Now, they didn't make a Blue TX for tour. They didn't make it available to, to us 
uh, on, on you know mortals, but it is a tool piece. But really interesting two driver setups. You know, it's like one set for a big high draw, the other one set for kind of a low cut. Uh, but interesting setup that he's got two drivers, and then he goes down to a Callaway Paradigm three high launch fairway at sixteen and a half degrees, uh, set at neutral with a, a Ventus Red, T, a Ventus TR Red seven X. Um, rest of the bag is pretty standard with TCBs. Uh, then you get into the wedges, and he does have a sixty-four degree wedge with the brand new. Uh, it's the the Jaws Raw sixty-four with the new J Grind, but he's got the J Grind kind of like almost like enhanced. Like they've ground some of that off, and I wonder if he's just trying to get away from ten degrees of bounce of this club and go a little lower because it looks like they went after the trailing edge relief. Uh, they went after the sole a little bit. And there's a little section in between those that you can see where there's a little bit of chrome that might be peeking through. So uh, I think he's uh, maybe just taking a little bit of bounce off there. But then his putter is in an old O-Works, one wide, one W, uh, that he's got, instead of the micro hinge insert, he's got the standard White Hot Pro uh, insert in there. Uh, and then it's done in all black. This, I think, was a Versa putter when it came out uh, a while ago, uh, which is black, white, black. This one, all black. T-alignment series, uh, T-alignment on there, so he's got a single uh, sight line on the flange, and then he's got uh, a line that runs heel to toe on the back half of the, the uh, top line uh, the, to make kind of a T-shape. Uh, and then uh, it's interesting, he has no weights in the bottom of the putter, so this, this model had two movable weights. Both are gone, they're just empty slots, and we're thinking it's gonna, that, that's going to run about 330 grams without any weights. Uh, I think 10 grams are kind of stock in there to make it 350. So zero weights, and uh, we're looking at you know probably about 330 grams. So pretty light by today's standard. Uh, but you know putters years ago were definitely lighter, so maybe that's what he's used to. Uh, it's been good beat up. It's got a few chips in the old paint uh, to show that it's uh, it's had some love to it. The whole sole is basically silver now. It doesn't like pretty much no black left. Uh, and then he's got uh, standard steel shaft um, and that uh, Odyssey. The Odyssey grip from, I think it was the the white ice, had the blue cap on it, the white and red. I can't remember, I think it was the the White Hot Pro, and then I think it was whatever was after that. Oh, it was the O-Works uh, in blue. So a uh, pretty standard paddle, uh, kind of uh, pistol putter grip, pretty shiny. Looks like it's been used quite a bit, um, but uh, pretty interesting what's in the bag, pretty interesting putter uh, that he's got on there. So... I know I've rambled. I know I kind of blew through this, but it is, uh, you know, by AT&T Byron Nelson. And when you don't have Tursky, I kind of just have to go on my own, which is, uh, which is all right. Well, we got it done, but again, we, uh, we'll get him back next week. So that was the AT&T Byron Nelson. If you go to golfwrx.com, you can kind of see uh, all the what's in the bag photos, all that. There's links to them right there. So definitely some interesting ones to so go check it out. Um, please, if you follow us on Instagram at TG2WRX, uh, would be great. And, um, uh, yeah, I think that's all I've got. So hopefully, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed that Turski's feeling better next week. Hopefully, you guys have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.